Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of callers on hold, so it'll be fun to see what their questions are and even more fun to see what Spirit has to say about that, about whatever their question is. But first, this is the first Thursday of the month, and you know what that means. I always give away a free session each month. So stay tuned because we'll announce that later on in the show. And just wanted you all to know that I'm back from a week at the beach. We met my brother and and his family and the grandkids and all of them at Hilton Head. And we stayed right on the beach. It was fabulous. I got up every morning, took an hour walk on the beach early, and then sat under an umbrella and talked to the spirits and beyond with my book. So they were telling me the story of what happened in the whodunit that I'm writing with my buddy, Greg. It it was a blast. So I dictated it into my phone and then I emailed myself the notes that were transcribed and then looked through them before I sent them to Greg so we could collaborate on that. But oh my gosh, you guys, this story is just, every morning I couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next. And then I did the whole family thing. So what a delight and missed all y'all, as they say here in DeSalle. And I hope you enjoyed our, our show with Simon Bone, who does past life regressions. He's just a doll. So Chris, why don't you let in the first caller? Let's see who that is. Hi, Lisa. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Well, I haven't been well. Um, I had a setback with my underlying condition and I uh, DM'd you. I don't know if you remember, I was telling you, um, you know, that I can't afford much because of my husband's disability. He's on disability. And I was actually hoping you would have time or a little time to give me a little healing. I have my son's wedding coming up in October. My future daughter-in-law shower in in September and I can't get out of the bed. I'm bedridden right now. No. Where are you? Where are you located? I'm located in New York and um, when I DM'd you, you were kind enough to answer and told me to um, zoom in on, you know, when you had the show. Yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of me, frankly, is to call into the show. You can do that every, you know, you could get me in a week and it's free. So that's a pretty good deal. You bet. What's your underlying condition? What's going on? Well, you know, I have chronic fatigue syndrome, but I was in a remission type state. And I think I had a setback with, you know, the vaccine. And then mm-hmm. um, 
about a year ago in April, I got COVID. And that's when everything unraveled. And I had a week where I was able to function. So I went to my cousin's, um, uh, she, she had like a memorial service for her husband who had passed the year before. And I don't know what happened since then. I, I'm really bad. I got worse with my illness. I think it was too much for me to go. Okay. All right. Well, let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. And, uh, and we'll see if we can pinpoint something and I'll do a healing on you and hopefully give, at least shoot some energy into you to give you some stamina to help you get through the, all the wedding festivities. You want to be tip top shape for that fun event. Oh, surely. Yeah, absolutely. So how this works, Elisa, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you in New York. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And it's going to be as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. So something will be identified and then immediately thereafter there will be some type of healing that will transpire. I want you, I want you to envision what I'm seeing in my mind's eye because it will help integrate the healing into your body. And at the end of the day, the healing happens on the energetic level, Elisa, and then it integrates into the body. So that can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months, may need some kind of complementary care like change in diet, physical therapy, whatever, medicine. But certainly it's always our spirit's choice of how to integrate a healing or whether to integrate a healing. All anybody can do is send it to you and then we all heal ourselves. So that's what we're gonna do. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama heading up to you in New York. All right, got you. Do you have a, have you had water leaks in your home? Do you, have you had mold exposure that you know of? No. Okay, because you've got, it looks like you have had mold exposure. And um, so what I'm doing is I'm clearing out the mold out of your system. It may be in the walls, it may be undetected. You, you don't know of a roof leak or a hot water heater that's leaked or anything along those lines? No, I'm in an apartment, so I, I wouldn't know. Okay, yeah, there's something going on with mold. You've got mold exposure. So I'm getting that cleared out of your system. And the best thing that you can do is stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it, in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Do you do that now? Well, I'm too weak to cook, so the problem is we bring in. And I also want to add that um, my cardiologist put me in the umbrella of long COVID. Okay. Long COVID just means that they don't know. They don't know what's going on. And you have mold exposure. And when you have COVID, what happens is anything that's going on is going to get ramped up. It's just going to be exacerbated. And you got the shots, which exacerbates it even more because it keeps you in a, in a, a increased inflammatory state with that. So I'm calming that down and getting the mold out of you. And then in the meantime, what you can do is stay low on the food chain. 
you know, just if you're bringing food in, don't bring in refined stuff. Stay away from sugar, stay away from bread, stay away from pasta. You know, eat vegetables and protein and fruit. You can do that. And then you want to stay away from fermented foods, wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegar, all that kind of stuff. If you're going to eat fruit, peel it because there's tons of yeast on the peel. You want to you want to freeze and reheat leftovers if you have those. And then you want to get on a couple of things I would suggest looking into. Number one, ivermectin is working really good for long COVID. A lot of people have had tremendous success with that. And also nice statin for your gut being out of whack from the mold. Okay, Nystatin is, is N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. Think of New York and Staten Island, but Staten with an I instead of an E. That's a prescription? It's a prescription and so is ivermectin. But ivermectin's working really well for people that have long COVID. Prescribe ivermectin. That's- yeah, well, ask around. Call some compounding pharmacies. And, uh, and you can find out who's, who's got it. You know what a compounding pharmacy is? A pharmacy that is making meds for you. Most of the regular pharmacies will fill it too. And you may want to go to um, look up uh, physicians online. I'm trying to think of the name of the group. It's like FLCC. I forget what it stands for, but it's, it's, people that are helping with long COVID and it's doctors you can work with online. So I would look up on COVID, look up physicians that are treating long COVID with ivermectin and you'll find some online that'll issue a prescription for you. Okay. So I, I hope that helps and I hope you enjoy your, your wedding festivities that are coming up. The energy to get through it because right now, not only am I bedridden, but my husband, who's on disability, actually has to assist me in the shower, which he never had to do before. Yeah, yeah, you got mold exposure. I think that's your primary issue. And I think the COVID stuff has just got it really ramped up. So I cleared it out. And uh, some of those, all those suggestions I made, hopefully they'll help. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, you bet. Hope you feel better. Thank you so much. We got Michaela next. Hi, Michaela. Hi. How you doing? No, I can hear you fine. Okay, good. Um, Where are you located? I'm in Oregon, Ashland, Oregon. Okay, terrific. Well, thanks for calling in tonight. Taking the call. And I, I'm going to ask about a friend's grandson. Okay. He, he is six and a half and they've discovered that he has a problem a very serious problem with his heart mm. they're um so the two arteries the, the one is misplaced it needs to be moved and um yes. so they're going to have to do surgery and normally when they do the surgery because if you move the right side this is going to make way more sense to you than to me the it's not as bad, but but if you have to move the left artery, it's there's no success with that surgery yet. So I, I 
wanted to ask you about, you know, how that's a recent discovery and they're talking about sending them to Stanford and oh, wow. just how to support um, the situation and what you see or what healing you might be able to do with it. Mm. I'm sure they're all just scared out of their minds with this. Well, it just happened. So yeah, it's, it's you know, he turned blue and, um, you know, it, I mean, literally, I think about three or four weeks ago, and they took him to the doctors and found out, you know, doing an MRI about the whole heart situation. And so um, then they found out how serious it is from the standpoint of um, the positioning of the, like, I've seen a circle of the heart and the arteries being misplaced. The one's misplaced, and it needs to be moved. And apparently, if it's the right artery that needs to be moved, they have a 96 percentile success rate. But if it's the left artery that needs to be moved, it it's not no successes. I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm hearing this from the grandparents, which will of course. Everybody, it, because it's so recent, you know, it just happened. Yeah. So it's like the old telephone game. It can change every time it's told. The story is told, right? <laughs> Somebody says something, and then it, it. Some of the information can get lost in the shuffle. What? So the right artery is the one that needs to get moved. I think it's the left one. Okay, so the one that's the that's the tough toughest one to do is the one that needs to be moved. All right. Okay. What's this child's name? Where does he live? And have you met him? His, I, I met him on the 4th of July. The family was here visiting the grandparents for the parade here on the 4th of July. It's the first time yeah. I met him. And um, they live in Bend, Oregon. And they're okay. here. They come down here a lot to see our friends. And What's um, your girlfriend's name? What's his grandmother's name? Mary. All right. What I'm going to do, Michaela, is I'm going to connect from you to Mary and Mary to Aiden. And I'm going to ask his permission if I can scan him. And if he says, yes, I will. And if he says, no, I won't, because it's an invasion of his privacy. You know how that goes. You know how you know how crazy I am about privacy things. And so we'll do that. If he doesn't want me to scan him, then that's all right. We can talk to his spirit anyways. So when I ask right now... It, is the will the outcome be successful? I get it'll be good. So I, let me. I get that too, but I, I just so you get that. I get that, but let me get him on my radar and let's see what we can do to help to help that good come in. You know, he's like so, a young Buddha. He has amazing wisdom and talks about well, not everybody lives long, you know. So this little six and a half year old is, you know, and, and and Mary had cancer years ago, and he asked all about when you lost your hair, did you know? I mean, did you have to when you did the chemo? Did you know you were like you'd either lose your hair or your life? And he asked all these deep questions, you know. Wow, wow! There was a little boy uh, that lived down the street from us in Nashville, and. He had some terminal illness, I forget what. And he was this little, uh, I don't know, if they went to the Baptist church or whatever, but he collected Virgin Mary statues. I mean, this child's bedroom was full, full, full. He was three, full, 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 full of Virgin Mary statues. His mom's like, I don't know where that's coming from because we haven't talked to him about that. He's never been in a Catholic church. 
Anyways, he had this devotion and the same thing. This child was very wise and was amazing with some of the comments and things that he came up with for such a small child. So it sounds like Aiden's a similar child to this little boy that I knew. Okay, so here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading from me to you. Okay, Michaela, Michaela to Mary, Mary to Aiden, got Aiden, Aiden, may I scan you? He goes, well, sure. That was his answer. Well, sure. Okay, cool. Because he's wise, right? So I'm in there. Okay, it looks like to me, do you remember that cats in a cradle game that we used to play when we were little? You know, where you'd have a string and it'd be crisscross and you'd do some maneuver and then it would cross again. That's what it looks like inside of his chest to me. It looks like things are kind of crisscrossed. So what I'm watching is I'm watching them get uncrossed, moving, we got to move the left artery, the aorta going in to his heart is what you're talking about? I think they're arteries. They're arteries. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm watching them. It's like I'm watching the cat's cradle game, but I'm watching it get entangled. And remember in that cat's cradle game, and you know, I get these wild um, illustrations in my head. I don't ever remember getting a visual on the cat's cradle game before. And I've done this tens of thousands of times. But you know, when you're, when it's getting really complicated and you're being very deliberate to hit the right strings so that you can bring it up and under and bring it forward. That's what I'm watching happen. And it's like, almost like a, a, yeah. Like you see in the movies when the bomb squads unhooking a bomb and they're trying to get the right wires undone. That's what this that's what this reminds me of. Not that I've ever seen that in person and I don't ever hope to see that in person, but that's what I'm watching. I've seen it in plenty of movies. All right, watch that. Oh, this is interesting. The uh I'm trying to think of an example. Have you ever seen the those blocks that have nails in them and you can put your hand on it and it'll leave an impression of your hand. It's like soft. Yeah, that's what I'm watching. It's kind of a grid like that, Michaela. And I'm watching the arteries and all the vascular system get placed in between these little supports, like a a pinball game. You know how they'll have channels and things to hold the ball to go in certain areas. That's what I'm watching happen. All right, I'm watching. Nothing's being disconnected. They're energetically, they're moving without anything being disconnected. That's going to be the tough part is when they disconnect things. So I'm watching this healing without anything being disconnected, which is a surprise to me. So got that going. All right, so it's now in that little um, grid to hold the vast, all those arteries and all that other jazz in place. And then what I'm watching, Michaela, is a layer of stem cell energy go in on top of it, almost like it's sealing the position where all this stuff is happening or has been placed. Stem cell energy, light amber colored gel, sparkles in it, reminds me of Dippity Doo hair gel. You've probably heard me talk about that. And, and, uh, 
you may not be old enough to remember Dippity-Doo. No, I remember Dippity-Doo, but I don't remember it being amber-colored. No, it wasn't. It was usually pink or blue. Yeah, it was usually pink or blue. But I see it amber-colored. I also see lymph fluid and lymph nodes as an amber color. Why? I don't know. It's just what I see. So I'm watching that. And then there's a vortex spinning above his chest. And that's going to put almost like a clear, rubbery, mm, like almost a clear, rubbery plastic to hold. It's like a lid to hold everything in those, in that structure that's been put together for him. This is really interesting. I've never seen this before. So I love it when I get to see new things. All right. His guardian angels over his head, over anesthesia. We're looking at this. Um, now what I'm doing is I'm doing fast forward for him in the operating room. The more prayers said for him, the more spirits will be in the room. There are four surgeon spirits over the head. He's going to have at least two surgeons in there from what I'm seeing going forward. Yeah. And uh, they'll probably have him in an observatory because I can see windows up at the top of the OR where people will, probably the students, will be watching the procedure. So I'm watching that. A lot of spirits in the room. So get the prayer chains going. There's always a correlation between how much prayer is being said for somebody and 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 how many spirits are in the room to help with that. Okay. Have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet? Yes. Okay, so that chapter in there about what happens in the operating room, reread that. Yeah, because... I yeah. mean, I do this a lot when I'm... Um, I, I have an audio, you know, and I listen to it when I can't sleep. So, I, so it, well, because I figure if I'm not going to sleep, then and then if I fall asleep, it's okay because I'm listening to stuff. That's right. Yeah, I do that with the rosary every night. You know, I start saying the rosary as part of my nighttime prayers, and a lot of the time I fall asleep before I complete it. And, and yeah, I was raised. I've had people I don't always do the rosary, but I I can go back. I have one by my bed, so I can easily get it out again. Well, I have, I've had so many people tell me throughout my life, including priests have said, oh, it doesn't matter because the angels finish it for you. So it doesn't matter if you fall asleep, which I love. So I think he's going to be fine from what I'm seeing. I mean, I think it's going to be a long recovery for him, but I think he's going to come out fine. And I think the outcome will be really terrific for him. Oh, I, that's just wonderful. And I, I, I guess if he's not, I, I might call back to find out how to help everybody. But thank you, Julie. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The other, the other thing is future events are fluid. You know, all I can give you is what I'm getting at this moment in time. It may be different next month, next week, next year, whatever. But right now I'm getting... And you do see him having a surgery. I mean, because I, 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 I they're do. kind of saying he has to, yeah. I'm seeing him in, I saw him in the OR. I saw him, yes, with surgeons, real surgeons, you know, the surgical team, the spirits that are in there. There's always that the patient's guardian angels always over the head of anesthesia. There are always surgeon spirits over the head of the actual surgeons doing that procedure. And then the deceased loved ones' spirits are in a horseshoe at the bottom of the operating table. 
that I know the horseshoe. I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So everybody so. will be there. And I always talk to the angels of everybody. If I, I ask all the angels, because I know everybody has them. So I've been asking all the angels involved to, to come. But Perfect. I will ask Perfect. for more people to ask for that. Together. Yeah, just get him on every prayer chain you can. Yeah, right. You know, I will do like that. everywhere. Right. And and speaking speaking of the rosary, go to um, wayoftherose.org. Okay. Wayoftherose.org. That's my friends Perdita Finn and Clark Strand. That's their organization. And they've got a global community that says the rosary for special intentions. So I would get him on their list. Okay. Thank Way, you. Wayoftherose.org. And you can... Put a message in there and tell Perdita that I sent you. Oh, I will. Thank you. So, Julie, I don't, I'm sorry to do this, but tonight, today, our, my husband's horse is 29. I think we're going to be saying goodbye to him tomorrow. I, I just, oh. and, but I think it's okay. And it, so do you have that? It's okay. That's, I feel like Sawyer's saying he's ready to go. So you're going to euthanize him tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. What's his name? Sawyer. Sawyer. All right. I'm connecting from you to Sawyer. His spirit's out of his body. It's attached onto the top of his head. Yes. Yeah. Does he have other horses that are around him? Yes, he does. Is he in a field or is he in a stable? Well, he's in a, he's in both. His, he has a big open stall that goes into a field and he has a horse on each side of them, and I know to talk to them because I know that the the little mare next to him is going to be sad. Well, so we always have the we let the other horses know that someone's leaving. If that's what you're, they they know, and wild horses do this thing that they breathe the other horse's air when a horse is dying. Do you know about that? I don't, but my horse is a Mustang, and I have to tell her. So I will bring her to him. Bring her to him because what they do is they put their noses together. Look this up. Actually, I wrote a blog on it not too long ago. If you go and ask julieryan.com and do uh, dying horses or something, wild horses, there's a whole thing. I never knew about it because I'm not a horsey girl, but I learned this. And wild horses do that. If there's a horse that's dying, they all come and they say goodbye and they, they breathe the same air. It's like they breathe air with them and that's how they say goodbye. So you may want to let your horses do that before you take him. Is the vet going to come to your house or? No, 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 no. He's a, he's at a, a ranch. Um, he's been there eight years. It's been a lovely place. It's a wonderful place for him. So um, he's been there and the vet will come there. Good, good. That's good. his home. You know, it's his home now. Yeah. yeah. But he can't get up. You know, he, that, he tried to roll mm -hmm. today, and Phil and I had to get him up. And so I think he's struggling with his back leg strength. And he's a big guy. So it's a lot mm -hmm. to push your weight up from the ground. Bring the other horses to say goodbye to him before the vet arrives. I will. I will. But okay. Thank you. And thank you for giving me two questions. I, you know, I You're didn't know welcome. this was going to happen today. So. Okay. All righty. Keep us posted on what happens. 
I will, yeah, I will stay in touch and so appreciate all this. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Bye, Michaela. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hello. How are you? I'm feeling good. Terrific. Where are you? Uh, Madison, Wisconsin, near Madison. Oh, yeah. Terrific. I get to come up to a game there in the fall. My, That's right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Both my sons played football in high school. but So, yes, yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. I won't wear my Ohio State stuff, though. I'll I'll be a I'll be a Badger. I'll wear my University of Wisconsin stuff. Not Alabama or somewhere in the South. I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University. Mm. So I do have a Bama hat that I wore at the beach, but it's scarlet and gray for the Ohio State University. So I I get to honor both teams. <laughs> oh, you got a question for me? I have several. Um, okay, how about one? I just thought of this one. I'm considering coming to your class. Oh, great. No belief that I have any ability whatsoever. Can you scan my brain and change my mind? So you're worried about coming because you don't have any abilities? I just don't believe. It's hard for me to believe that I could take the class and like pass it. Oh, there's no grades, and I'm allergic to homework, so you're good. You're in good shape. I think they should make homework illegal. I think they should pass a federal law making homework illegal. I hated it when I was in school. I hate it for the kids now. Uh, okay, so here's how this works. Nobody, nobody thinks that they have abilities, and everybody has abilities. Everybody comes in with them. Have you ever had a situation in your life, Matt, where you thought of somebody and they called you or sent you a text or an email or you ran into them and you said, oh, I was just thinking of you. What a coincidence. Have you ever had that happen? More recent in my life than, I, I, yes, more recently, yes. Uh-huh. Guess what? That's your intuitive ability. You're being you're being a member of the Psychic Friends Network when you do that. How about that? Have you ever thought of something that you wanted and then you got it, but you didn't get it necessarily in the way that you wanted because you were led to do something else that you hadn't planned? Yeah, well, I, I've been reluctant to ask for things. And when I did, uh, over time, things would come to be. Yeah. That's intuitive ability too. You're already doing it. You're just not aware of it. We get guidance all the time. Have you ever had a situation where you thought, oh, intellectually, this is what makes sense, but my gut tells me to do this, which was the total opposite, and you followed your brain instead of your gut and you regretted it? Often. Yeah. So that's, that's intuitive information coming in. When your gut's going, no, you want to do it this way. And you're saying, but logically, it makes more sense for me to do it that way. You're, you're doing it. Is the whole class is about intuition or is it more than that? You learn how to do all the stuff that I do in a weekend. You're going to be able to do remote viewing. You're going to be able to talk to spirits, either attached to a body or not. You didn't have to know them. If you want to talk to anybody, Elvis. 
Mother Teresa, George Washington, it doesn't matter. You just think of them. You learn how to do that. You learn how to do the energy healing stuff, medical intuition and energy healing. You learn how to do the past life stuff, talk to spirit guides, tell how close to death somebody is. And it is a blast. And it's it, the majority of it, Matt, is about the transfer of energy from me to my students at a really high level. And then you're going to be amazed at how you're going to be able to do it. And we'll have practice sessions during the class too on everything that we cover. It's going to be a ball. So the sounds like the key is I'm getting some help from you. <laughs> oh, tons. And I'm going to have a whole bunch of graduates there that are volunteering, like a whole bunch that are flying in from all over the country. I had to cut it off. I had to say, guys, I got, an, I got enough helpers because so many wanted to come. Oh, yeah, it's going to be terrific. Yeah. Sam, while we're at it. And sure. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? What do you want me to check? Well, my energy's dropped off this year. and my, So my down, I think I had exposure over the winter yeah. in the south. This in uh, and okay all, everywhere all the time right so yeah let me check you out <laughs> in the south i'm thinking i don't think of madison wisconsin as the south but maybe it's south wisconsin or something i don't know yeah here we go here comes my laser beam heading up your way all right got you you have had mold exposure, but your body's clearing it because it looks like streaks of mold. Uh, our first caller, Eliza, Alyssa, uh, she had lots of mold, like a sheet of moss that you see in the craft store. Sometimes you'll see it on top of an orchid plant or something. And that's what hers looked like. Yours is streaks, so your body's clearing it right now. So uh, I'm continuing to get it out. Kind of pull your brain out of the top of your head because mold spores like to hide out in those little nooks and crannies in the brain. You know, if you look at a model of the brain, it's got those little crevices in it. So I pull your brain out of your head. Your brain's like thick cooked oatmeal. Spread it out on a countertop like I'm rolling out sugar cookie dough. Irrigate the mold spores out, put it back in your head. You didn't even miss it, did you? We can't do this in the operating room, but I can do it with whoa, whoa, all the time. Yeah, so got that going. Okay, how's your GI tract? How's your stomach feeling? It's been a little messed up, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. What I what I told what I told Elisa before: stay low on the food chain. You know, stay away from fermented stuff. Get a hold of some nice statin, the antifungal have a doctor, it's a prescription, have your doctor prescribe some nice statin for you and tell them you've had mold exposure and you've got yeast overgrowth that's come with it. And if they don't, if they don't believe you, then find a doctor who will, because a lot of them don't believe it's a real thing, but there's thousands of articles about it, Matt, and it's a real thing. So I hope that helps. Come see us in Atlanta. <laughs> so, uh I'm not good, but I am. I stopped thinking about it. Well, you're being led. That's what's going on. So follow your gut instead of your your you know brain, your logical part. That that's how it works. 
is is when we think of something like that and it happens and we just can't get it out of our head, we're being led. That spirit going, hey, Matt. And then it'll ramp up and they'll be going, hey, Matt. So yeah, come join us. You will, it, it will enhance your life in so many ways that you're going to be amazed. It will change your life and enhance your life in every area. Thank you. And I'm not, and I'm not biased or anything. I just, there's been hundreds of people that have gone through it and they tell me that. Thank you. You're welcome. Hope you feel better. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. And in order to join us, all you have to do is go to AskJulieRyanShow.com. We've made it really easy for you. AskJulieRyanShow.com. And then that will plug you right in and uh, and we'll get you on and get your question answered. We, let's see, post this information on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. It's there. It's in all the show notes. We always put something up on social media that says, uh, hey, call in tonight if you got a question. And I also have a blog that I release on Thursday mornings. It's a question somebody has submitted online and then I, I answer it. And in that email, it says, okay, remember, we're doing the show tonight. So if you got a question, call in. So you can do that. You can also schedule an appointment with me at julieryan.com. I'm booked out a little bit, but just get on my calendar. And then all you have to do is periodically check the reschedule button because people reschedule all the time. I had somebody yesterday who was scheduled in March of next year. She checked the reschedule button and she got in in less than 24 hours. And it happens that way all the time, every week. So it's really fun when that happens. So we've got that. Also, uh, sign up for my trainings there. We've got the online training, which is called Angels and Enlightenment Training. That's self-paced. You can do that on your own at home. There are practice groups with that. And then we also have the angelic attendant training and that's going to be in Atlanta in November, the third through the fifth. And it's filling up. We're going to have a ball down there. So come, come. If you're thinking about it, take the jump. Come on and join us. It's right near the airport, the hotel. 
It's fabulous. And also free shuttle, all of that. We've made it super easy. And, you know, I'm a planner, so it's going to be fabulous, you guys. Come join us. All right, here we go. Here's the question from this week. It's from Ursula, and Ursula lives in Durham, North Carolina. And she says, hi, Julie. I had an appointment with you scheduled for August 14th, but unfortunately had to rebook to the next available appointment in March 2024, what I was just talking about. In the meantime, I was recently diagnosed with high blood pressure, a big surprise to me, because I have normal weight and try to eat healthy, and I do have a stressful job. Do you know why I have persistent high blood pressure and what I can do about it? Thank you, Ursula. And here's my response. Hi, Ursula. In addition to pharmaceuticals, it seems as if there are a lot of recommended diets to help control high blood pressure. Many experts say low carb, while others proclaim low fat and lots of grains. All seem to suggest some fruits and vegetables and to avoid sugar and refined foods. These differing opinions create a lot of confusion. Although I'm not a physician, many of my clients seem to thrive on a low-carb, whole-food eating plan. Some experts I follow with whom I resonate are Dave Asprey, Mark Hyman, MD, and Maria Amasanti, MD. And they all recommend the the high-protein, high-fat, low-carb diet. And, and if you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you go to the blog page, there are links to all these different people that I just mentioned. I went on to say, in addition, I always recommend the Zona Plus to clients with high blood pressure. The Zona Plus is a device that uses isometric exercise to enhance cardiovascular fitness and can be used by anybody in their home. Its technology was mistakenly discovered by military scientists who recognized the side effect of having pilots grab and squeeze the joystick in the cockpit of a fighter jet when going mock speed, not only helped them manage G-forces, it normalized the blood pressure of pilots prone to hypertension. All right, that was a long sentence. Basically, when, like if you see Top Gun, when Tom Cruise and the other pilots go mock, what happens is they pull G-forces. Astronauts, same thing. When they go mock, when they're going into orbit and they're, the power boosters are going on full board, they go mock speed. And they've been taught to grab that joystick, which is what they use to steer the plane. And when they do it and they squeeze, they found that it reduces hypertension. So what happened was the scientists developed this Zona Plus device and it works great. I have clients all over the world that use this and I've gotten off their blood pressure medicine. So I went on to say, if you decide to try the Zona Plus, just go to Zona.com, Z as in zebra, O-N as in Nancy, A.com and use Julie Ryan, no space between my first name and my last name, Julie Ryan, as the coupon code for a $50 discount. To help manage stress, try Dr. Andrew Weil's 478 breathing method. You breathe in for four, you hold it for a count of seven, you breathe out for a count of eight. You do that four times in a row, eventually eight times in a row. Works great. It'll really get you calmed down if you're feeling stressed out. You may also want to read my two-minute rule book. It can help you discern between real and fake fears, helping to lessen your stress levels. 
As for our appointment, please periodically click on the reschedule button in your confirmation email. It'll show earlier dates and times as they become available. Just like you, clients often reschedule and sometimes you can get in within a few days. Hope this information helps. So Ursula, hope you're able to check some of these references out and that your high blood pressure is managed easily and you don't have to be on medicine. All right, let's see who our next caller is. Looks like our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm good. I'm good. Terrific. Where are you? I'm in South Florida, Delray Beach. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Well, terrific. You got a question for me? Yeah, I've talked to you before a couple of times. We've had some sessions. You've been great. Um, so, um, it's a kind of a long story, so I'll make it quick. Um, I have been seeing a chiropractor for the last few months. I've had several issues. I've had a bad neck. I've had a bad shoulder. Um, but, uh, that was the initial reason why I was seeing him. Um, but now, um, about two months ago, I hurt my right foot. I don't know what I did. Um, I, th- I really think I wore the wrong shoes to a party and it anyway, I heard it. And then I was getting a pain that was coming kind of like from my hip all the way down my leg, but it wasn't like sciatic or anything. It wasn't like a nerve problem. It's more like kind of a throbbing pain. Um, and it just recently it started, it's been on my right side and now it's gone to my left side. Um, and I'm not sure my doctor thinks the chiropractor thinks I could have pulled a muscle or, um, I did change my sneaker. I walk a lot. So I did change my sneakers and all that. And, um, but I'm just not sure what's going on because at night now it's gotten really bad because when I go to sleep, I sleep on my side and it like aches at night, you know? Um, and I started getting a little worried thinking, Oh, I hope it's nothing really bad. You know, I didn't know if it was something to do with my hip or what. So your right side is the side you sleep on and that's what aches the most at night? Well, it started on my right and now it's going to my left. So it's both sides. I sleep on my left side. But it started originally with my foot, my right foot. And then it kind of was my right hip and it went all the way down, kind of my knee area and my hamstring. And now it's going... Now the now the left side's getting bad. It was the right. Now it's both sides. Oh jeez! All right, yeah. let me get you on my let me get you on my radar. I'm sorry you're in pain. Let's see what we can do for you, girlfriend. All right, here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Head south from me, from Sweet Home Alabama. All right, got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. It, it looks like you've got some compression of nerves from your spine. Your spine looks like it's out of whack. So what I'm watching is I'm watching it get lined up. It's it's like, imagine if you had, uh, let me just see if I can describe this, Kath. Imagine if you had blocks that were stacked on top of each other and imagine that the blocks, instead of being lined up straight, one was out a little bit than another. 
So what I'm watching is I'm watching the those go back in. You haven't been to your chiropractor lately. They've done adjustments on your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't saw my Monday. Okay. All right. Did it re- did it relieve any of the pain? Um. I yeah. I felt better. I felt better. Um. After I saw him, but now it seems like it's getting sore. You know. Okay. Yeah, a few years ago, well, a long time ago, after I had my first child, I did have two herniated discs in my back, which healed. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Right. I don't see any discs bulging out. It looked like it was a skeletal thing to me that was pushing on nerves and, and even pinching on the right side of it originally. So those are back into place. Imagine that those plates are back into place. And let's just roto, let's just roto rooter your, your um, neurological system, your down your sciaticas and all the way down your leg. So imagine that it looks like aquarium tubing, clear aquarium tubing, that network of nerves. And they're the diameter of a piece of spaghetti. They're hollow on the inside. When nerves get injured, they get debris in them. And the debris, just, I call it gunk. It's dead cells and it's just other, just junk that gets in there. So imagine, Kat, that there are these corkscrews that are spinning really fast inside those tubules. And that what they're doing is they're morselating any of the debris inside those tubes. And they're going, they're starting at the same place. They're coming down your spine and then they bifurcate and they're going into those nerves that go out and down both legs, past your hips and down both legs. So envision that. And then they're down now to almost your knees on both sides. And then they're going down your calves. I want you to envision all this as I'm describing it. Okay. They're at your ankles coming out your feet. All right. So the gunk that was in there has been ground up. All right. Now irrigation fluids going in. There's a catheter that's been put in mid back. It's going down those nerves and the water, the irrigation fluid comes flying out the end of your toes. Imagine if your feet look like sprinklers. (laughs) Okay. Now here comes stem cell energy, light amber colored gel, sparkles, dippity doo being poured into those tubes. And there's a vortex spinning above your head beneath your feet, on either side of you, front and behind, all spinning concurrently. So what we're doing is we're doing a healing on that whole vascular system after we cleaned it out. Okay, okay. And it works great. I do this with vascular systems and neurological systems. Yours is yours is neurological, I misspoke, not vascular. But I do the same thing for vascular systems. So hopefully, hopefully that will help, yeah, with that. For your tennis shoes, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Your tennis shoes that you're wearing, they're they're good tennis shoes with lots of support and padding in them. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I just got brand new shoes, and because my foot, um, it was really weird because when it first started, my right toe on my 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 big toe on my right foot was really sore, almost like I had a bunion, and then the other side of the foot was sore, and I thought, okay, well, I guess it started with my foot. And then it was, it seemed like it was going all the way down my leg. And I wasn't sure if it was a nerve problem or if it was just a pulled muscle, you know. And then it started think, on the I other believe, side. I believe it's nerve, 
Kath, because when you were just even telling me about it before I even got you on my radar, I was getting nerves. I get these, I call them divine downloads of information coming into my head when I'm, you know this, from doing sessions with me that, you know, I'm getting information downloaded before I even get you on my radar of where to look. And I was getting that it was neurological. So I also get that the tennis shoes, that the tennis shoe that you were wearing on your right foot caused the problem. So I don't know if maybe you need to try a different type of shoe. Oh, okay. Because I was wearing a pair and then I just bought this really expensive, good pair that's supposed to be really good. So maybe I should try another pair. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, the, the pair that you were wearing when your foot started hurting I think is part of the problem. So I'm glad you got some new ones to try. That's what the doctor thought too. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope you feel better. I hope that helps. Thank you. I appreciate it, Julie. Thank you so much. Bye, Kath. Thanks. Hi, Linda. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you for taking my call. You are most welcome. Where are you? I am in a little town outside of a big city. It's called Indian Creek outside of Chicago. Oh, great. All right. Well, terrific. You got a question for me? I do. Um, I have noticed recently that um, my ability to concentrate um, as well as just focus seems to be off and actually seems to be going down versus stabilizing. And I wanted to know if you could take a check to see, you know, if there's anything going on or if there's anything that I can do. I've started um, a, uh, it's called a, um, um, a brainwave and treatment meditation, which is uh, binaural feedback. So it's got different waves in your ears. And it's the one that I'm using is on focus to help. And I recently started that. So I don't know if that's helping, but I just wanted to kind of get your feedback on the whole situation. And this is a new phenomenon. This is a new symptom that seems to have come up all of a sudden. I started noticing it about, you know, um, six to eight months ago, but it seems to be accelerating. Okay. How, how's your GI track? How's the rest of you feeling? Uh, the rest of me is fine. I've never really had any problems with my GI track. I pretty much have a cast iron stomach, so. <laughs> you. I do not eat, you know, I've, I've completely eliminated sugars um, out of my diet and primarily eat just uh, fruits, vegetables, and proteins. Perfect. Because that would be the, the first thing I would say, give up the refined stuff, the sugar and anything that's refined, any kind of wheat products and stuff like that. So that's good that you've already done that. What I'm going to do is get you on my radar. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Sweet home Alabama up to you in the Chicagoland area right? That, that cracks me up. That's what they say on the news up there. In the Chicago land area, the temperature is going to be. All right. Got you. Are you on hormones? I am. Um, actually, the uh, just over a year, I sat on the bioidenticals after listening to your show and I found a physician and I've been working with her for a year. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. You feel better, don't you? Absolutely. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. I've been on them 19 years. I'm a huge advocate, obviously, if I'm doing it myself. All right. I'm shooting a little bit more estrogen into you. I think your estrogen levels are a little low, maybe a malabsorption thing, but pay attention to that next time you go in to talk to your doctor about that. 
got that going on. I'm not seeing mold. I'm not seeing yeast. I'm seeing just a little bit of low estrogen. I think if you can continue with your diet and maybe maybe tweak your hormones a little bit, you're going to be fine. I'm going to go in and look in your head to see if there's anything going on up there. Are you on any medication at all? I really, there's a brain in there. You don't need to worry. There's a brain. It's nicely big. Um, I take various vitamins um, just to kind of make sure that I get uh, a good cross-section of what I need. Okay, but you're not on any pharmaceuticals other than the bioidenticals? Um, I am on, it's a peptide that I recently went on. I had a knee injury. It's called BCP-157, and it's amazing. The, it actually did a great job healing my knee. Uh, I hit it. I hit it. I actually went down on concrete and my knee took the whole brunt of it. Um, but the doctor who uh, prescribes my hormones, she said that she's had great, tremendous um, results with this peptide. Um, and I'm actually on my last cycle. And I can tell you that from the time I started it, I went through three months not knowing about it to three months of having it. And it was like, you know, my knee went from a barometer for weather changes to now I don't know when the weather is going to change and it doesn't hurt me when I go to sleep. So yeah, I think this is, this peptide is um, magic, but it's prescription. Wonderful. I get it's in your best interest to continue on that through your, the time that it's prescribed. The only thing that I'm getting, Linda, is, is you need a little more estrogen, a little more estradiol. How are you taking the hormones. What? How, what's the delivery method? Um. So I have. So I have the. I have the pellets for my testosterone. Um, okay. I have um, uh, pills. It's a. It's a capsule for for either the estra, uh, progesterone or the uh, estrogen. And then I have a vaginal insert for the other one. I don't remember which is which, but one's a vaginal insert and the other one is a is a um, caplet. It's probably the vaginal inserts, probably the estrogen or estradiol. Are you, how often are you using it? Um, twice a week. Okay, you need to up that. I use mine more than once a day. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. So you want to get, get the cream and um, get the cream. It, it, there's a, a device called the Toppy Click that it's a dispenser and it's just this tube thing and you turn the bottom. It's got this wheel thing on the bottom. You turn it and then your dose pops up out of the top and then you can rub it on your skin. I rub it on the back of my forearms. You need more estrogen. That's what I was seeing. You get a right dose of estrogen, you're, that brain fog's gonna go away right away. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you need more perfect. estrogen. Who's prescribing that for you? Are you going to a um, functional medicine doctor? Or? She, she's actually um, a DO um, who was uh, working as a gynecologist for many years and now she's focused strictly on uh, women's health as we age. So her uh, target is, you know, women 55 or who have just gone through menopause and above. I mean, that's, that's her, her sweet spot. And uh, yeah, she's, it took me a while to find her, um, but she's fabulous. There's going to be lots of doctors in Chicago that are going to be doing this. So yeah, you need to be on estrogen every day. That's what's going on. And actually, I just read a 
I just read a I just read a study earlier this week, Linda, that talks about how women are way more likely to have Alzheimer's and dementia than men. And the research is showing that it's the drop in estrogen. If we can keep our estrogen levels high, I always say I want the estrogen levels of a 30-year-old. It keeps the brains healthy. And that was really a big, important study that just came out that talked about the estrogen levels and why we see so many more women have Alzheimer's and dementia than men. It's the estrogen that drops off and then becomes pretty much non-existent as we age. Okay, that's really good information. What were your thoughts on the the brainwave entrainment type meditation, the binaural beats? Is that a good thing for helping to retrain my my brainwaves? I don't know that much about it. I couldn't do it with the glasses and stuff. It was just, I, I couldn't do it. This is just happens. With just different sounds in each ear. If you enjoy it, do it. Okay. Yeah. If you think it's helping, do it. And go get some more estrogen. Well, I'm actually going to see her in a couple of weeks, so I'll talk to her. Perfect. All righty. Thanks Thank for calling. Mm-hmm. Bye, Linda. We do a free session every month. And it's on the first Thursday of the month. So let's announce the winner for the free session this month. And if you want to put yourself in the running for it, all you have to do is leave a review anywhere you listen to the podcast. We're on all the podcast networks. We're on Alexa. We're, I don't know how you leave a review on Alexa, but, you know, Apple and Spotify and all that Google Play and all those guys, and then also on YouTube. So just leave a review and you are automatically entered in to win a free session with me for an hour. I get you for a whole hour, which is so much fun. We can talk about whatever you want and it's valued at 250 bucks. So, you know, it's worth putting putting a review in there and, and leaving, putting your name in the contest. Okay, this month for August, the author calls herself Rach Frost 88. Rach Frost 88. She says she's addicted to Julie's podcast. She says, I can't stop listening to the podcast. It's addicting. Every show, I find myself learning something new. Julie's voice is so soothing. Well, that's nice to hear. And she feels like a lifelong friend. Thank you, Julie, for sharing your gifts with all of us to help us live better lives here on earth. So Rage Frost 88, go to AskJulieRyan.com, go to the Ask Julie page and just put a note in there and say, hey, I'm the winner of August free session and we will get in touch with you and we'll find a date and time that works with your calendar and works with mine. And I, I look forward to having you all to myself for a whole hour. It's really fun when I get to talk to the winners. A lot of times they'll be listening to the show on Friday morning after we've just posted it. (laughs) The last two have told me they were on their way to work and they heard me announce their name and they were screaming in the car. One was crying in the car. She said, I've never won anything in my whole life. I said, well, here you go. Now you have. So just leave a review and we'll enter you into the drawing. All righty, let's see who's next. Hi, Kamalita. Hi. I thought I could get better reception, but I think this is as good as it's going to get. I'm in a rural area. 
It's perfect. Did I say your name right? Yes. You say it. Say it for me. Carmelita. Carmelita. All right. All right. Sounds good. Where are you? Raymond, Mississippi. Oh, where's that? It is 20 miles outside of Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. So you're pretty close to me. Oh, yes. Couple hours. Yes. Yes. Couple yes. hours west of me. Well, terrific. My husband with his southern accent, he calls it Mississippi. Yes. He doesn't say Mississippi. Mississippi. He goes Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got a question for me? I do. I would like for you to scan my father-in-law. He has multiple myeloma. He's in the mm. hospital right now. And Sunday, he came really, really close to getting out of here, I think. And so I just wanted to see if you could scan him, maybe see what stage and, you know, do we yeah. need to do anything? Does he need anything? That type of thing. Is he coherent? Is he able to communicate? He is, but it's very in stage, you know, how the letter part of the dying process is. So he's very weak. He rambles a little bit sometimes, but he is, he does know who he is and where he is. Good. And he's in the hospital now? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, geez. I'm so sorry. What's his name? Eddie Denton Sr. My husband Eddie. is junior. So he's senior. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect into you and from you to your father-in-law, Eddie Sr., and we'll see what's going on. Has he talked about seeing any deceased loved ones or pets or angels or anything? No, but my personal opinion, um, I don't think he would say if he did. He is a very mild and meek person. He is like the glue for their family. He, he literally... He's 84, and he stopped working in January when he got his diagnosis. So he's been working his whole life. He's been taking care of everybody. And so my personal beliefs are that they, they're they holding on tight. I know my husband is, you know. Oh. Well, yeah, when we have a loved one who's dying, it makes us not only be panicking about them and them being gone, but it also makes us face our own mortality and know that we're going to be in that position in some at some point. Hopefully not in the ICU, but you know, happens to everybody. Can't you can't escape that. All right, let me here we go. I'm connected into you from you to Eddie Senior got him. He's in phase nine. Kamalita, he Yeah. All right. So phase nine is they're really getting to the end there. And that's when the angels' wings, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, the 12 phases of transition. Have you seen the 12 phases of transition? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've been so, following you. I'm, so I'm like the per per person that you just read about. Like, I am so hooked and I have this story, but I'm going to email it to you because I know time is of the essence. And it blew well, my I'll mind. Let you, it's probably I'll let you tell it. Tell me the story, and then I'll tell you about phase nine. What's the story? Okay, so I started listening to you. Okay, so my sister died COVID 2020, and it was like 
like one of those heart gutching rinkers to take you out of here, couldn't see her in the hospital, all that kind of stuff. Fast forward to February of this, so I didn't know about you then. Fast forward to February of this year, my aunt passed, who was like my mother. She's She was my legal guardian and all of that. And I was like, oh my God. So literally after my sister's passing, I started on this total spiritual journey. Like there has to be more to death. Like, I was so afraid. I was that person that was so afraid of death. And I was like, okay, God is speaking through me, to me through this. And there's there are things for me to learn. Like, I might be a death doula or something and don't even know it now because I have literally put in 10,000 hours of studying about death and dying. So fast forward, I come to your channel. And so it's after my, my aunt passed. And it, I mean, when I tell you a thousand percent helped me, like one thousand percent helped me. And so all the people I listened to, totally different perspective that you came and it was just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So literally I was like this lady, like I was binging on all of your videos, all of your videos. So fast forward, May, I go to New Orleans. My daughter is graduating from college. And so my mom wants to go to the Louis Vuitton store and purchase a Louis Vuitton purse. And so the weird ironic thing about that is she was supposed to go to Dallas and do it and all this kind of stuff, but none of that worked out. And so literally I ended up having to like take her on and I'm like, okay. So it's just, us. it was just the weirdest scenario because all the graduation festivities are going on, but I had to block time in to take her to this store to get this purse. So we get in the store and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, you know, polite, like, okay, I'm going to let you look and do do your thing, you know. And so she, the sales, the lady, which is like a 26 year old young lady is showing her the purse. And so they get to talking or whatever. And so somebody brings up something about death. And so that got my attention. And so the young lady is, so she's the one helping my mom. And so I don't, even know what I said, but I said something that you had said on a podcast. I don't know what it was because I truly believe like it was spirit, you know, and it was like a different look at death, not the truth. And so the girl, the salesperson, she stops and she's like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I think an angel sent you to me. And I'm like, really? And she's like, what? And she's like, my boyfriend just passed like, two months ago and she was like I am struggling so bad like I am just struggling and so I start I don't even know what I said that's why I said it had to be a spirit in me but I'm telling her and I'm talking and she's like oh my god she was like this I had this vision and it was that this person is going to come and this person is going to tell me this stuff about death and dying. It's going to change my perspective. And she was like, you are that person. And I'm like, oh, you know? And so then I said, okay, I said, hold on. All I kept seeing was lead her to ask Julie, lead her to ask Julie, <laughs> lead her to ask Julie. And so she's, She's trying to sell the purse to my mom. And you know how those stores are like everybody's watching you and all that kind of stuff. But she is wanting to talk to me so badly. I, I mean, it was just so spiritual. And so then she's so then I said, that's OK. I said, before we leave, I'm going to 
I want you to pull out your phone and go to YouTube and I'm going to tell you a channel to look up and it's tr it's going to help you. It's going to transform your life. Like you are going to get out of that grieving phase. You know how we get in that grieving phase and it's just like we're trying to make it. But and so literally we, we she does a transaction. I said, OK, pull your phone. And so I tell her. And she's like, you know, well, you know, you know how they do, like, send me your contact information list, keep in touch, you know, how your purchase goes and all that kind of stuff. And so when I, by the time I made it home and settled down from everything and contacted her, she was just like, I mean, it was so heartfelt. She was like, thank you so much. She started listening to your podcast and she said it just transformed formed her life like literally that fast like that fast. and I was like that is so amazing I was not planning on going to that store I was not planning on helping my mom do that and I'm just sitting there like okay I'm just playing on my phone while she does her thing and find the purse and that subject came up and the girl was just like she, she just looked at me and she said oh my god she said you have to be an angel she said, you know, I told you I had this. And it was just like, I'm like, this spirit is so real. Like it is the connect, but how we all connect, because I'm here 300 miles away from her. And she was like, I, she was like, I had been trying to talk to people and they had been trying to help me. She was like, but nobody could help me come out of that grief. And she said, what you're telling me and don't ask me what it was i can't remember but she said i know you're telling the truth because i've seen it i've been having visions but i didn't know what it was you know and it was truly i was just telling her your perspective you know on mm -hmm. the whole diet phase and not an accident and all of that but it was just it was it blew my mind <laughs> it blew my mind <laughs> And I just, so anyway, I've been wanting and wanting to tell you that. No, oh, well, you're making me weepy. And, and you were led there, obviously. I was led to do this stuff. They, as you read in the book, Pope Clement's spirit showed up and he goes, you got to teach the world what happens when somebody dies. And I said, I'm not doing that. I said, I'm a businesswoman. People are going to think I'm nuts. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get on with it. And it took, it took golden ovary courage for me to put myself out there with this. But I hear that so often from people about that it makes such a difference. And that's what, what this, my spirit guide, Pope Clement said to me, he said, people are so afraid and there's no reason because there's a glorious component to it. And so that's, yeah, thank you for sharing that story. Because I ordinarily, I'm a nurse, but I would not have had the courage to tell her something like that. You know, like the woo stuff. <laughs> I just wouldn't have had the courage. And I just took a leap of faith. Like this has helped me so much. I have to at least tell her this. If it doesn't, okay. So what? But I mean, if you could have seen her eyes, it, it was just, it was priceless. And I was like, you just can't make this stuff up. Yeah, that's what I always say too. But I, 
But I say that in the PG version on the show. You just can't make this stuff up. I usually use a word that starts with S. That's a different word about making this up. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Your um, your father-in-law is in phase nine. For those of you, it's kind of like we're talking in secret code here. For those of you that are new, go to AskJulieRyan.com. Go to the 12 phases page. There's a, a chart there that shows how angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones are positioned as we go through the 12 phases of transition. Everybody goes through them, regardless of whether you die instantly, like in a case of a homicide or suicide, or die over a prolonged period of time. And so phase nine is the spirit has exited the body, is holding on to the top of the head. It looks like a cartoon caption bubble. And there are two angels on either side of it, and their wings start to move. And as their wings move, it creates this vortex, creates a drag, creates a vortex, and it helps the spirit lift out of the body, separate from the body. When I first saw that was with my own mother, and I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. And then when I was writing Angelic Attendance, I, I did some research online. Well, come to find out there's this thing called the wingtip vortex. And everything that flies, every jet, every plane, every bug, every kite, every bird has these vortices that form beneath their wings and it causes an upward lift. So these angel wings in phase nine start to move and it creates these vortices and the vortex is what helps the spirit. And and I can feel it. It feels like when you're in the car wash at the end and they turn the dryer on and it's sucking all the water up off of your car. That's what it feels like. And so that's what the spirit goes through. So that's where he is. So let's ask him my three questions. Mr. Eddie, are you ready to go? He's saying more than ready, more than ready. Are you in pain at times? He's saying at times, but they're keeping me pretty well medicated. Is he on a vent? No, he Almost, he he's on the the little thing that they put you on before the vent because he didn't want to get on the ventilator, and they told him Sunday if they put him on the ventilator, he probably was not going to come off. Okay, all right. So he's in pain at times. What do you need for my family to let me go? Has everybody told him it's okay for him to go? No, no, no. All right. Probably yeah. not one person. I've been talking to my husband, trying to, you know, help him because that's what I've been feeling for a long time. Like they won't let him go because he's had like about three of these little episodes. And I just feel like he wants them because he's such an honor, like honorable, you know, man, Mm -hmm. his generation, take care of your family, be the provider, do all of that type of stuff. So hmm. Did you listen to my show doula, the, with the doula, the death doula, Suzanne O'Brien? Yeah. So I would go to her website, go to doulagivers.com. It's either .com or .org, doulagivers.com, I believe, and see if there's somebody in your area that you can get to come in to talk to the family because they know you too well. They're going to pay more attention to somebody that they don't know. And is hospice involved yet? 
No. And so I was listening to the podcast and literally the first statement that she said, I resonated with, um, you know, about how that conversation doesn't hardly come up these days, you know? Mm -hmm. So no, no, no. To this day from January to this day right here. And he's like I said, 84 and you know, I can look at him and tell it's in stage, but nobody said anything about hospice. Mm, gosh, I'm so sorry. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to interview a gal tomorrow who's going to be talking about that. She runs an organization in Canada to help cancer patients at the end of life. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the website because you might be able to get some nuggets out of it. It's called Kalanish, C-A-L-L-A-N-I-S-H. Dot org, Kalanish.org. And, and we'll, we'll release that interview. I'm going to tape the interview tomorrow with her. Her name's Janie Brown from Kalanish. And you may pick up some nuggets there. And I would look on Suzanne's website too, Doula Givers. I believe it's doulagivers.com. And you might find some information there and you might be able to, or I would just look up, do, you know, death doulas in your area. See if you can bring somebody in to talk to the family because you're too close to it. They they have their they have their opinions and impressions of you. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Well, what a delight to talk with you. Come join us in Atlanta. Well, I training. I was like, oh my God. I was when he was talking the guy before me, I was like, I so want to do that. So yeah, it's a it's a possibility. Okay. Thanks for calling. That's it for this week. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home Alabama. Bye everybody. Have a great weekend and a good week. See you next Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.